Hello, everybody. We're back. Welcome to episode 11 of the Weekly Nightly Podcast. Uh, sorry, I'm, but... I, I don't know what we're doing. I'm, I'm yeah. Andrew. Um, and I'm Carlo. It's been a while. Yeah, it's like, just the two of us today. I had to... We took uh, Carlo off uh, injured reserve recently. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, I got, uh, I got sick for doing a turkey drive. So. Upper body injury. Yeah. Do like a little bad snuffles and uh, felt like... Felt bad, so... Well, how was your Thanksgiving? Break. Oh, it was great. Uh, spent it with my niece and nephew and my cousin, so... Nice. That, that was hope, fun. Hope all of you guys listening had good Thanksgivings. Um, yeah. Happy holidays. Yeah. Well, if you're in America, if, uh, if not, then had a good week. Yeah. Have a <laughs> good, I hope you had a good Thursday and a Friday. So, so since we skipped a week, we have a really heavy uh, amount of stuff to talk about, but we're just going to get it started and talk about what we just saw on yeah, Twitter. So, um, breaking news. We yeah. had a trade. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so we still don't know who or what is getting traded to get this player. Yeah. But and it is not official yet. Yeah, it is, but... It is reported by Sinbin. Sinbin reported that uh, Chandler Stevenson from the Washington Capitals um, is coming to Vegas. So, yeah, we don't know uh, who we're giving back. Uh, they did say that it is for an AHLer. Um, it could be anybody. It could be Piri, Zikov, maybe one of our defensemen. Bischoff, maybe? You know, my my theory in my head is that it's Zika. Uh, as long as it's not Elvinus, I will be so pissed off if it's Elvinus. Yeah, there's a couple other ones I'd be a little bit sad if they like like who like Coglin. Yeah, know? I I, I don't know White Cloud too. I, it, I I'd I'd like to I'd keep more protect White Cloud. White Cloud over most of the defenders. Um, yeah, just because he's... White White Cloud and Coglin, I think. Yeah, I, it'll be Bischoff. Sorry, Tyler. And I don't think I don't think it's gonna be Schultz because we just signed him and this is our, the first year we had him. It'll be Bischoff. Yeah, it could be. I think it could be Bischoff. I think there's three possibilities. I think for me, it's Bischoff, uh, Zikov, or mm-hmm. Piri. I agree, hundred percent. I agree. It's gonna be one of those three, and watch us be completely wrong. Yeah, it's, watch <laughs> is gonna be freaking McKenzie or something, or, or some person that we've never even heard of because they technically are on the Wolves, but like, yeah, we never see them. Yeah, or... it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be McKenzie. It's gonna be Curtis McKenzie, or and, or like Patrick Brown or something. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Patrick like, Brown, <laughs> Keegan Kulasar. I don't know. We'll find out. So, we'll find out tomorrow, apparently. Yeah, so. so tonight or tomorrow, they said that they're going to officially announce it. So stay tuned on Twitter and make yeah. sure that you're looking like at I said, it. Yeah, like I said, it's not official yet. So it's but, just... but all of the sports writers all retweeted it, so it makes it kind of serious, I guess. Yeah, and and Sinbin has always been a really good source. They have their sources around the league, so... For sure. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, uh, let's carry on here. So before we go into a recap of the last like week or two of games and stuff... Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the... Uh, we we the, went to another hockey game that didn't involve the Golden Knights. Yeah, so we went to... Uh, we talked to you guys last time we were doing the podcast about the Vegas Jesters, and we, we actually went to their first home game on the 22nd of November against which, uh, San Diego Skates. Which was really fun, actually. It even was though, so fun. Even though they got their butts whooped. And they, yeah, and they got their butts whooped because, I, I mean... Uh, uh, it was it's it must have been the Vegas like story at the time because they had some defensive issues. Yeah, they were also taking so many penalties. I think they took like twelve penalties in that game. I lost count after the fifth. After one. After there was three guys in the box, I was like, I don't know how this works. Anymore. Yeah, they, well, both teams had three guys. In the oh box yeah, they were. Uh, to be fair, I thought the goalie was really good. At the, I don't know your guys' name, so I'm sorry. Yeah, you guys don't, didn't have the names at the back. They just had the, the numbers. goalie was number fifty five. He was he yeah, was, he was pretty decent. He just kept getting uh, like left to dry left out to dry because of defense yeah, yeah like vegas also had like their power plays but san diego had like 
how many breakaways, oh, killing yeah. penalties. Well, and and both of them, they kept like uh, that's the interesting thing about not NHL. Yeah, is this, the defense is always the weakest point. This is like and, semi-pro, it's but it was even... it's really cool to watch though because it was really fast and really hard hitting, yeah. almost too hard hitting. I mean, we we saw a dude from the San Diego Skates that we thought legitimately died. Yeah. Oh my God. He he was down on the ice for like. Th- like two minutes, three it, it, minutes, not motionless for yeah, at least two minutes. But he he was okay. He skated off himself. And he, I thought he, he crashed into the boards head first. Yeah, and he took off his helmet, and I thought he looked like Phil Kessel. So, <laughs> so, so we gave him some hot dogs. No, I did no because I had nachos. A lot so of so many nachos. A lot of nachos. So Carlo had so many nachos that all the local kids that were at yeah, the game started I like shared. surrounding him. No, and, I like, shared it too. Yeah, and and Carlo was nice enough to share because well, if he it didn't, they were gonna take him. Like yeah, were, and Andrew can't eat it because there was a lot of cheese. Yeah, and I'm lactose intolerant, so I had like three, and I still yeah. felt bad the next day. But yeah. Carlo, it was had, delicious nachos. It was though. it was a large pizza box filled with nachos. Yeah, it was, I've never seen that many. It was nachos. very good. It, it was very good. So, anyways, the the next Jester's home game is going to be against the Santa Rosa Growlers. Um, it's December twenty second or twenty first at seven thirty at City National. Back to back with a, a matinee game the next day at noon you know, at City National. But before we go, you know what's the, the my favorite thing about it though? What's like that? Going there? Because I can't afford to be uh, to pay for our tickets in a Golden Knights game sitting that close to the ice. Yeah, I mean you're you're literally the equivalent of probably fourth row from the glass. Yeah. I would, like it's 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 really intimate. Like if you've been to Golden Knights practice, you know how close it is. It's really cool. It's fun. It's semi-pro. And, and it's like ten bucks for yeah, adults and five dollars yeah, for kids. Yeah, so it's it, fun. It's great. It's a, yeah. And on the, in their next games, they're um, they're holding a toy drive weekend. So which bring, is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's it's awesome. Just giving back to the community. So bring a new and um, unwrapped toy, and and Santa will make an appearance. So bring your kids. Um, also, the um, Las Vegas Thunder mascot Boom Boom is going to be making an appearance. So which, all, is, which is a classic. Yeah. So all you nostalgic Vegas fans out there, uh, go go hang out with Boom Boom. Yeah. Um, Apparently there's other special appearances. Uh, we don't know exactly who, but there's also going to be raffles and prizes. So it's going to be a fun-filled weekend. So go check that out. All right. So moving on to the Golden Knights. Yeah. Um, we're we're we normally gonna recap this week's. Do you want to recap the week before since we didn't do a episode? So, just a really, really quick, just like an yeah, overall. Yeah, so real quick, we'll talk about like Toronto, San Jose, Ed- uh, Edmonton. Edmonton, um, yeah. So Toronto, that was the uh, the game that broke. And Calgary, too. We didn't talk about Calgary. We talked about Calgary because we, we talked about me sleeping. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's huh. right. So yeah, that's I, right. I, I'm very adamant about knowing that we talked okay, about yeah. that. So, so we started <laughs> off that with the Toronto win, which... Uh, the, the save of the year? Yeah, the save Decade. of the year. Yeah, because that's why I wanted to recap this week. Because that was uh, an amazing save that got two coaches fired. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about more of that later. And then we follow that up with the San Jose game, which I think, uh, in my opinion, we, I think we deserved the two points there. Yeah, I, I Vegas didn't actually play bad there. Yeah, the the we, biggest thing is that San Jose played to knowing that Arendelle was in net. Yeah. And and I've said this multiple times on Twitter and, and I think in our group chat just to you and yeah. Eric and Dave, but one of the biggest things that I noticed about the way San Jose was playing that night is that they crowded the net right in front of Arendelle knowing that Arendelle is a disaster when it comes to rebound control. Yeah. And so they were picking up all the rebounds from shots. It was actually a really smart way to play with a really not great goalie. Yeah. And, um, then, and then the Edmonton game is just... It's, oh my God, Connor it's McDavid. McDavid and Dreisaitl, it's... They're just... 
It's so hard to stop them right now. Is there a league above the NHL? Because I'm pretty sure they're in the wrong league. Yeah. Like, it's like, like there is there AHL, NHL, and then McDavid, Drysaddle, HL? Because they're so good. It's like we that game we lost that game. We I can't I can't I can't argue anything. There's nothing positive to say in that game. No, Vegas didn't look particularly good in that game. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and it's because McDavid and Drysdale just. I mean, that damn good. McDavid, and I think Fleury was way off that game. He was super off, and then now knowing what we know, I guess that makes more sense. But the the craziest thing I saw though was Fleury moved very quickly laterally from left to right. McDavid still found a way to wrap around his his um, right skate with that with that first goal that he got. Yeah, like he's just that good and that fast. Yeah, it's it, I've never seen anything it's, like it. It's like, crazy, and and we'll talk about that a little more later when in in our other segment. But yeah, it, it was and that, that was nuts. All right, so then let's move on to this week's uh, a little bit more. Yeah, so detail. let's go into a little more detail because since uh you know last uh, the couple weeks ago is old news at this point. Yeah. Everybody knows Fleury made the most spectacular save ever. Yeah, so um, and then followed by Tuka Rask from the Bruins, who did a blocker version of that save like a few yeah, days later. But I th- it wasn't I, the same. It, I think the Flurry ones, like the Tuka Rask ones, also impressive because it it was with the blocker side, but it was it but, was not as yeah, a crazy of an angle. The the distance Flurry had to cover with that save, yeah, was the more impressive one. And and he he was out of position, and he had got he had to get in. Back to position. Real quick before we move on, though, Vegas stealing your thunder with the uh, animations and the yeah. movies, huh? What was up with that? Uh, it's that it looks exactly like something you would make. I I know, but it's I just haven't had to- a lot of time to do. No, but it's more like stuff. Like, have they seen your other things and Bro, then thought, oh, that's cool. Let's do something similar. Yeah, I guess because I, I, I did one with William Carlson, which what? was almost exactly like the one like, they did. Well, mine was a little bit more. It was the uh, the meme, the shooting stars meme. Yeah, and yeah. on top of uh, like using his workout video the whole time, which <laughs> that is was hilarious. <laughs> um, anyways, that was, that, if you guys, that, that's that's what that's when Carlson signed his uh, extension. I, I posted that, and and Carlo posted the the uh, he clipped out where Carlson is working out with Oscar uh, Dansk in Sweden. That was a uh, a couple seasons back. Uh, the not this off season, but the off season yeah. prior where. Because him um, and Dansk are like best friends in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're both the like the only few Swedish guys that's left in the in the organization. Uh, but it was it was a video where da- Dansk was pushing the the little the cart thing, the, the cart thing, and then Carlson was riding it, is doing the the Fortnite dance. Yeah, yeah, and no, like it, uh, without a shirt on. Yeah. So yeah, that and was, so so Carlo put it to music. It, it's fantastic. Go back and check it out if you uh, if you haven't seen it. It's a it's it's a lot. I don't know. It's gonna be really hard to find. Yeah, we'll retweet yeah. it one of these days. Yeah, maybe. Um. I'll so, anyways, let's go to to Dallas from this past week. Um. So. So this was about the time that Fleury uh, was no longer available to the team, and we'll yeah, get into why was, later. Um, this was Subban's first uh, game of his stretch of games. Yep. And I don't think he looked particularly well this there game, was, actually. The two of those four goals were soft goals in my yeah. opinion. Um, the team around him didn't look great. Dallas has really made a 180 from Yeah, because... Man, they were good right now. Yeah, because this was the Dallas team that's red hot. Dallas, and, and of course they lose the next game yeah, after. This. Of course they do, <laughs> and, and that's been the case with a lot of Vegas's opponents lately. Yeah, but Dallas looked like Dallas's play and their forecheck and their style looked like Vegas did a couple years ago. And and 
you you can't take away. It was was it Bishop or uh, Bishop? It was Ben Bishop. Bishop yeah. playing the puck on every yeah, every was, time that that Vegas dumped it in. Bishop got out, played the puck, and made it impossible to uh, to get the keep the puck in deep. Yeah, that was that was it was a really good performance by him, and it's hard to argue his performance because I thought Vegas had their chances, but Bishop was always there. And well, and talk about a, a goalie duo that is pretty stellar is Bishop and Kudobin. Yeah, it's uh, it's they're really they're good. good. Yeah, they're really good. Like Dallas right now is it's, they started off the season really really bad. They're like one of the worst teams in the league. Like the first two weeks or three weeks of the season, and they went on to like a sixteen game point streak or something yep. like that. And then they're back in the playoffs. Yeah, in a big way. And, yeah. and you know, it, everybody on, on Dallas is producing again. Like yeah. Ben and Sagan are looking good. Pavelski's looking good now. Yeah, Pavelski and uh, that, one, that one young guy. The uh, I can't remember. I have him in my fantasy, but he's... Uh, forward or defense? Forward. Uh, Hulse? Hulse? Oh, yeah, I know who you mean. I don't know. What yeah, but he, he's, he's doing really well. He's a young, younger... I think it's his second year. In the, in the show. Yeah, so so standout player so, in my opinion from that game um, overall was Miro Heskinen. Yeah, um, the way that guy plays defense, he's like beyond elite, and he's Im- twenty years old. Imagine if he actually won the lottery that year. Oh man, he, and he got he got Heskinen. Well, if he won the lottery first overall, we got we would have gotten Heisher or Patrick. Yeah, but Heskinen was third. And, uh, I, and I think out of all everybody from that that draft, I think that he has had the biggest impact right now. Uh, I would argue Makar. Oh, I forgot Makar was in that draft yeah. too. Yeah, the the three, four, and five picks yep. have been really amazing. And I always forget about Makar because yeah. he did his college years immediately after he got drafted. Yeah, because so so what happened? So the, that draft is he sure first Patrick second, who's been Patrick has been a total disappointment. Yep. Especially the second overall pick, and then the next three has been amazing. And then Cody Glass got picked after those three. Yep, because those three was Heiskanen, and then Makar, and then uh, Elias Peter- Patterson, and oh, then Cody Glass. I forgot about Patterson yeah. was in that draft too. Yeah. I can't believe all those guys are still that young. Yeah, it's so crazy yeah. to think like how young these kids are. Like I love Cody Glass and all, but those th- I think those three are is right now at least. If you it's had way pick, better than Cody Glass. If you so. had a pick of Cody Glass and then the other three, which one of all of them would you would you have picked? Makar. I think Makar is the best player out of all three. All the the top six, if you include uh, Cody Glass. Yeah. The top six. I think Makar is the best player. I yeah. I, I would agree. Um, I mean Pedersen's pretty. Pedersen's amazing, amazing. Yeah. Pedersen's amazing. Uh, Heskinen's still good too. Though. Yeah, and Heskinen's really good. Imagine he Heskinen. Sure, he on, sure has been okay. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think he did like if you do a redraft. I don't think he would go first overall. But good job Dallas for picking um, Heskinen. Like, yeah, that that kid is insane, and he's just gonna get better and better. Yeah, there. I mean, I, I he he looks like he's gonna be like the next like top elite like, like Eric, Eric Carlson, Carlson yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's amazing. Like and speak, the Golden Knights though. Uh, I thought like Mark, I think Mark Stone scored the first goal in this game. Yeah, I right? Think you're right. Um, and then. Uh, Excuse me. And then it was just all no 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 never mind. We were down two. We were down two right away in the first period. That's right. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I forgot how that Dallas game went. Yeah, so it was it Radulov was, scored the first yeah, goal. Yeah, Radulov and then Lindell. Uh it, we were down two right off the bat. It, it was, was you're thinking of Nashville, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking of Nashville, yeah. Um because I got those confused as well. Um it was it was Theodore with his second goal in two games because he had a goal against the Oilers, didn't he? 
Yeah. He had that crazy, oh yeah, let's talk about that for two seconds. Oh yeah. The Theodore's crazy. Deke. Oh my god, that's it's it's funny that he finished that one because that one that that one's gonna be in the highlight reel. Yep. But Theodore has done that, like that play that play like he's been doing that kind of stuff so many times this season. But that was the first time he actually finished it. Yeah, he it, it just ah uh, that was such a nasty goal. Yeah, like he just walked around both of the best defensemen on the Oilers. Yeah, like just literally was like I'm gonna go in between you, but and you're not gonna take the, the best puck. defenseman in the Oilers is not really. That yeah. great, but yeah. still, it's it's a defenseman on defenseman. Yeah. But speaking of Theodore, I, what do you think of the Hague Theodore pair? I think it's amazing. I um, think they've been. I wouldn't say like they're the best, but no. But it's amazing compared to Hague and England or Theodore and yeah. anybody else. Yeah, because I think they the, complement each other. They very they complement each other very well. They're both very offensive minded, so they know how to keep the puck in the offensive zone really well. Um, Theodore is defensively responsible enough, I think, to cover for both of them. And I think Haig is still a rookie. He makes his rookie mistakes, but he is big and strong enough against the boards that he can, you know, play and play in the middle of the ice too, like really well. I think they're really good with each other. And I think uh, splitting Haig and England helped both players. Yes. Anglin has been looking a much better. Very, very much better. Much and, and better. We'll, we'll talk about that during the uh, Yotes and, and the yeah. Rangers games. But yeah, damn. Uh, he's been, he's improved. I'm not ready to take back anything I've said about him yet because it's been like two games. Yeah, but you got to give credit where credit is due. No, he's, he's I, looking improved. And I hope that that, that, that their new defensive system kind of carries yeah. that into Anglin being a better player. And I think I think I think another another part of it too is that he's not playing every game. Yep. Because he is an older player and getting him getting rest is good for him. Yeah. Because because after a while those even me, like I'm not an athlete and my knees are already killing me. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So you you want to talk about probably one of the crazier games that I've seen. Oh, the Nashville game. So Vegas had no business winning this game. Let's just let's just put uh, that out there at the like to start. Like I don't know. I uh, that's that's a little iffy. That, that Vegas, statement's a little. All right, iffy let me, to me let me clarify. I thought, I thought they played well enough to win. But let me clarify. Vegas was playing exactly the way that Vegas had played for the past few weeks or yeah. months, where they were just basically like, "Oh, let's do everything in the first, and then just forget about how to play and, hockey." And I think this is the first time they actually implemented their new defensive system. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of trial and error that yeah. night too, and and but it, the start of that game looked exactly like when they were when they were playing Nashville at home here the, in uh, Vegas. The 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 dreaded two goal lead. Yep, the dreaded two goal lead. Uh, so one we, thing to note is Mark Stone scored the first goal, um, and then the if you didn't see the gifts or the video or the replays, angry Mark Stone face during that goal was probably the best yeah, thing ever. Yeah, excited, excited Stone face. Like he was happy and mad at the same time. He's like hugging the team while looking like, angry. Yeah, he was he was pumped. Yeah, I won't say he's angry. He was pumped. Um, Pacioretty had a lot of good looks in that game. Yeah, um, that's what I, obviously at the end it, it converted, but we'll it, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, because Soros. Uh, it has always been really good yep. against the Golden Knights, and on the opposite end of it, Subban has been always been really good against Nashville. Yeah, um, I think the Nashville goals was 
good goals. They're they were not, good, they were good goals. There were not like a Subban let this in goals. There was just really good plays by Nashville. In my opinion, the last time Subban let a soft goal in was during the Dallas game. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about all of that um, in a second. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, basically what happened was that it was the typical story of what what we've seen from Vegas this season, where where Vegas dominated the first period. Uh, Mark Stone scored the first and, goal. And to be honest, I thought they dominated the second period too. And they just but except they the led start into, of the second period, I think. No, I thought because the two goals, it was just. They, I think they controlled most of the second period, but they led in two goals. And Saros was playing very well. Yeah, and Saros played really well. Um, so yeah, I, I could I can agree with that. I I think that uh, like you said. This was that first game, and if you've read anything on Twitter or online, yeah. Vegas has been changing the way that they, they deal with their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been doing it where they rotate out and cover areas instead of people. Yeah, and, and they're um, playing zone. Yeah, and so it's and it's apparently working yeah. right now. Um, I'm not smart enough to dissect the system. Yeah. I, uh, there are a lot of other smarter people than me that knows how to dissect this hockey system. Yeah, both Sinbin and The Athletic have both broken down yeah. explanations of it. So if you want to like learn more about it, go read their stuff. Yeah. If we try to explain it to you, you'll just walk, you'll, you'll probably just delete our podcast. So. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to pretend to be smart enough for this. You know? No, no. And, and I just, I don't, I, I, I love hockey and I know a decent amount about hockey. Yeah. That's something uh, that I don't know a lot about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of, um, technicalities, you know? Yeah. Um, that, that we, we don't have to get into, but so, f- it, so that, that game in Nashville though, it broke a, a scoreless or, or a pointless streak for Mark Stone and Riley Smith. Didn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and those two have been, Going back and forth for the team lead. In goals, at Yeah, least. And, and then uh, we're recording this right after the, the Rangers game. Yeah. So Riley Smith just took the lead in that game, but we'll talk it's, about that still later. But got another point, technically. Yeah, but um, goals. We're talking about goals. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so, but, but so speaking of goal, let's talk the, about uh, the end of the Nashville The game. highlight of this this game yeah. was the – was it uh, – it was seven seconds left. Marcia So had the puck uh, going in uh, – Entering the zone. He yep. dumps it in. And when I was watching that, I was thinking, why would you dump it in? There's seven freaking seconds left. Yep. But Marcia so forechecked really well, took uh which allowed uh Smith to get the puck, pass it to Stone, pass it to Pacioretty, with 0.3 seconds left. Scored a goal. Well, and the forecheck that Marcheseau started off with was what caused the defenseman in Nashville to let the puck go. Yeah. Because he got nervous because of the insane forecheck because Marchie was just an angry yeah. little dude coming at him. Yeah. So he, he let the puck out, which, which had he just kept the puck and I, passed it. I think I think uh, the Nashville player was thinking he was just going to he was gonna keep, like, pin the puck in the boards and kill yep. the time. But Marcheseau's forecheck was so good that the puck went loose, yep. which— Enabled Smith to, to pick it up to pick it up and pass it to Stone in front of the net, pass it to Pacioretty across the ice. And Stone's pass yeah. was probably one of the nastier yeah. passes. No I've look, seen this no look behind the back yep. pass, and it was amazing. And it was the most hype I've been watching this this season. Was the most hype I've been watching. Like I was getting up and and like like you know I. I like I, w- I was like looking down when that happened yeah because i was getting ready to like take like because i streamed through uh my computer so i was like yeah. getting ready to like start like turning it off and stuff yeah and then all of a sudden i look up and the and i'm like what just happened no i i saw the whole thing because i uh despite my tweets i always watch 
to the end. You know, I might lose hope or whatever, but I always watch to the end unless I'm not able to because of work and situations. But when I'm able to, I always watch till the end. But that was amazing. And then they actually did awesome in 3v3 overtime. In overtime. They, they actually did well. That was the, like, the so, first overtime, non-shootout overtime win this season for Vegas. Yeah, so this this kind of... this this um kind of killed a lot of our demons yep. lot, this one game killed a lot of our demons number one we 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 got we came back we got a comeback after losing a two-point lead right we uh we won a game that's not with mark andre Fleury. this is the first game this was the first game this season that was won without mark andre Fleury. we won in overtime right and you know that's a lot of what the Golden Knights was plagued with this this and this lump. Yep. Yeah. And right after this game, when we won this, I think I tweeted. I think it was this game. I tweeted hashtag turning point. And indeed, it it apparently so far so has far, been so and far. I'm gonna, so good. I'm gonna knock on wood here, but but yeah, it's it's just like we needed a win like this. That that two on zero though, the setup by Schmidt intercepting that yeah. pass was just. Oh, it was beautiful. It was, I, I could watch that on repeat. I, I, I was listening to the, the Sinbid podcast, and he was talking about, he asked Schmidt about that uh, that play, and he said that Schmidt was very indecisive, actually, because he didn't know what to do. So he, like, he, because Soros was, in this, like, cheating a little bit, so he thought he was going to shoot it, but he decided to pass it, and because of Schmidt's indecisiveness, Soros couldn't read Schmidt. So when he passed it to to Stasny, <laughs> Soros was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, Soros moved across the ice like. Well, of, yeah, and and yeah. because he was moving, because Stasny also said in an interview that he already knew he was going to go yeah. five hole, and it's because Soros was moving, he knew that he wouldn't have yeah. time to put his pads down. Yeah. So he went five hole. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But yeah, that I think we, the team needed that kind of win. It's to pump them up, to it was, give them it was to some pump confidence. Them up. It was to give Subban confidence. Yeah. It was like Mark Stone charged right at Subban and, and gave him the biggest hug. And and it was one of those things when, like you know, you know those moments when you feel like everything just goes against you, you know. Yep. This that 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 game showed that it is not. Yeah. Like I, it, it kind of like so, something went for you. Well, yeah. Because bounce had, went your way. They've had bad puck luck that, since exactly. the start of the season, basically. Yeah. And so to, to get some puck luck back, I'd rather see it come come in in a burst or come in yeah. like later in the season than happen all at the start of the season and then fizzle out. Because, yeah, because I feel like that feeling, like they had that feeling throughout the slump that says like, it's just not going our way. Is they're just like down. You look at the underlying stats, yeah, and, and like you can see why everybody's frustrated because they had like some of the more danger chances and the the better Corsi in the entire yeah. league, and they're and the biggest one was expected goals. Yes, is expected goals based on high danger chances for the first and second mm-hmm. line were like through the roof, and they just couldn't convert. Yeah, so finally they're getting pucks in the net, and that's really what needed to to happen to get these guys confidence back, it's especially that 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 kind of win, you know. Like it went your way, straight up you know, symbolic win. Symbolic win, statement win, and the next win against a really really good uh, Arizona team that's ahead of you in the standings. And the the way they won this was a little bit different because they slugged it out. 
So real quick, uh, another breaking news. So I just got a tweet from, uh, or uh-huh. I saw a tweet from Jesse Granger at the Athletic. Um, said here in the Golden Knights, we'll be sending a fifth round pick back to Washington in exchange for Chandler Stevenson. Oh, so no player? Doesn't sound like it. Oh, okay. But that that's just a rumor from Granger. Okay. And, but Jesse's usually pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got his good sources. I mean, he's yeah. broken most trades before anybody else. Yeah. Um, for ninety nine percent. Well, he he's with Athletic, so he's a yeah. very good um source. Yeah. But yeah. So going back to the Arizona. Game. Yeah. Let's talk to uh, let's talk about Arizona now because the the you know. Regulation in that game was, you know, pretty slow. It was a lot it of defense. It was a, a lot, lot of, of defense, back which, and forth. Ar- which Arizona likes to play. Yes, they love that. And uh, so apparently Arizona is weak in their third period usually. Yeah. They did pretty well in their third. It, so basically what happened was I, I think it was um, it was Tuck. Yeah, so this this is the start of the tuck both stuff. both goal both goals yeah. scored in the game winner and the game winner in, in yeah. the overtime shootout was also tuck but yeah it, tuck scored the first goal in a power play in the first period and then nothing it else. was it was a, it was a play by Haig yeah and I thought it was Haig I want it to be Haig Haig needs to get his Haig needs to get his first NHL yeah goal. yeah he needs um, to get it was a tip by tuck yeah it but, was a tip by tuck which is still a really good play by well, Haig. that kept them in the game yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, Vegas looked really good defensively in this yeah, game. Yeah, this is the second game of that system. Yep. I thought uh, it worked really well. And the Derek de- Englund? Derek Englund's that, that breakaway, quote-unquote. Suppo- I think that should have been a penalty it shot. It should have been a penalty shot. But I would decline the penalty shot because it's going to be Derek Englund shooting the penalty shot. But I just want to see <laughs> Derek Englund get a penalty shot. Yeah, like, but... It would have been worth it to me because I they mean, didn't convert the power play anyway. Yeah, yeah. So but, knowing what I know now, I would definitely yeah, want to see Derek but Englund here, take the penalty shot. And, and the goal scored by Arizona. I thought it was somewhat soft by Subban because... I don't think Subban expected Chikorin to shoot there. Yes. It was it was Chikorin was on the right wing or on the left wing drive they're driving the left wing. He was in a weird angle and he just shot it. That's definitely one he probably wants back. Yeah, something that's a, a that's a shot he wanted to uh, want back because I don't think Subban expected him to shoot. He was cheating a little bit cuz I think I think he expected uh Chikorin to go around the net and yeah. or pass it around the net. So Subban was cheating a little bit. Chikorin shot it and went above his shoulder and went in. In really weird angle. It's really it's, that was just a really good shot. I can't blame Subban too much for it. No, it, because it that is was just what a good good chicken play. Yeah, it was it was a good play. It tied it up. Um, I and that was in the second. So pretty yeah. much nothing happened in the third. I thought both. No, I think I I thought there's a lot of happened. Happened that happened. I mean, in the score third. wise, score wise, but a but lot of happened at the third. There's a lot of high danger chances. Yeah, exactly. Third. But the goalies was just it was amazing. a goalie battle. Like I, it was Kemper versus Subban, and Subban yeah. was right up there with how good Kemper was. And playing. then Kemper has been one of the best goalies in the league this season, and then by a lot, by a lot. And then Subban was stride for stride, keeping up with him. Oh yeah. And if if you're a never Suber. I don't know. I don't know what you're where you're at right now, dude. Because well, I I don't know how you can possibly argue that Subban is bad at this. Point. Yeah. So, like, and this is what I've been saying. Subban has these games. He's been good. And and if if you're gonna say that anything about this game that Subban did bad, it's that he possibly could have had a shutout instead of. You know, I mean, come on. That, that's literally the only bad thing you could say. But let's talk about overtime. Oh, my God. Overtime was ridiculous. That was the craziest overtime. The three-on-three part of overtime was nuts. Like, there were so many chances for both sides. And once again, it was the Subban Camper show. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, it, both goalies was just, like, I didn't know who was going to win. And I was so excited once, like, we got through the, the uh, you know, three-on-three overtime because I'm like, yes, Subban gets to do a shootout. Yeah. So but, excited. But, but but he allowed a goal. One. Yeah. One. I, I'm still disappointed that he allowed a goal because his perfect record is I know, but, forever tarnished. But out of... Out of 19 total shots in shootouts, he, he saved one. 18. Yeah, that's that's still really good. That's a and, better and, stats than like probably almost anybody yeah. out there. And, and good news is the Golden Knights scored two. Yep. So and so so yeah, Marchi got the first one in. But and then, the Alex Stuck move though. Oh, that was again. It, it was very similar to the move the deke that Theodore did the other day. Yeah. Except that well, it was except, against just the goalie. Here's the thing about Theodore. He needs a new shootout move because I think the goalies are figuring oh, yeah. out his move. Yeah, they like Kemper figured it out. He's like, I know what you're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> Theodore like so. I think Theodore scored like every time he does that move, but he uses the same exact move every shootout, and he scored. Every single and he, time, and it's always except yeah. Now it, he did it, and he yeah. always goes right, and and yeah. so maybe he needs to start like going left and doing yeah. a backhand. Like or something. fake, fake that same move, you but know? go backhand instead. I, like, I know, but like he does the same move. Kemper, I feel like Kemper kind of saw it coming. Tuck's move was insane though because yeah. he went so wide with that. Well, that's his stance because he's so yeah. tall. But he went incredibly wide, almost to the point where he gave the puck almost to Kemper's glove. Yeah, and then pulled it back and then just shot it over him. Tuck has been. I I think Tuck has been the best player in the past three games. Oh yeah, by by a long shot. Like, and that's what I like about this team. Like lately, it's just we are so deep in forward because for for a while, Pacioretty was our best player. Yep. And for then for a while, Smith was our best player. And there was a time when Carlson was our best. And then early in the season, it was Stone. When when, when other players are down, someone steps up. You finally, know? I should say. Yeah, finally. Because now that we and and let's we're, we're going into this next uh, the Rangers game from tonight. Yeah, let's let's talk about <laughs> let's, that. Let's, let's carry let's carry the tuck momentum, man. Because carry a the tuck. Momentum? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, because everybody has been wishing for that line, and yeah. I thought they looked good. They they look real good. Yeah, I mean uh, Cody Glass in center so- might be a good idea. Cody Glass needs to stay a center. Like yeah. it, I'm, uh, there's nothing that will convince me otherwise. Like his playmaking ability when he's at a center is exactly it's what the team needs. Because because the wings are in the boards more. Yeah, and that's and not Glass's strong. Actually, I think it's one of his biggest weaknesses. I, I agree. Being yeah. on the boards and uh, puck battles is not. He's not very he, good at he's it. He's not a big guy. Um, not a big guy. He, he still has room to grow, to be honest. Yeah, and but the biggest thing is that he's the guy that you want to get the puck to to make a playmaking decision yeah. last minute wherever you are yeah. on the ice because if somebody can get that back to cody glass who's not on the boards yeah. he can make a move with that like uh, uh, well let's talk about the rangers game yeah so so I they were, we were there already well yeah i mean like, <laughs> let's get let's get into the details so yeah. so the first one was this the is, first goal was, this is very fresh in our minds yeah, too so. yeah so the first goal was uh henrik lundquist not being on his a game tonight yeah that was that was a very lucky goal. Yeah, Tuck basically shot. I, I I'm assuming it was five hole because it no, just, it was a glove. Oh, so it was, it was a glove. It was glove, but it popped and then just kind of yeah. rolled. And then Lundqvist went to cover, and this is in the first like two or three minutes of the game. Yeah. So Lundqvist goes to cover it because it's rolling behind him, and it's like inching toward the goal line, and, and he, he kicked it in. He kicked it in. The, uh, the rest technically first called it as a cover. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, that, yeah. When I saw the replay, like, I, like you see, stupid go through. I'm like, that's in. And they reviewed it. It was in. It was a good goal. And then, like, a couple minutes later, Tuck... Comes back. Comes back. It was a great goal, too. Uh, and he, that was on a power play. Yeah, it was um, a power play. 
the, the first period was insane. Like, yeah. It was what the the shots were like at one point nine to two. Yeah, but but they came back at the yeah end of because the period. because I think we had two uh, we we committed two penalties. They had two power plays, and that's I think that's how they came back. Yeah. On that because at the end of the first period, I think it was uh, seventeen to twelve. The end of the first yep. period, it, it was at thirteen to two at one point. Yeah, it it was, but I thought, yeah, this this game Vegas dominated. Yep. Uh, late late in the third, Rangers had their opportunities, but Subban once again was awesome. Was so sharp. Good. Was sharp. I won't be surprised if he plays again tomorrow. I I wouldn't be either. Um, Are you gonna put Sparks in there? Eh, it's the Devils, so maybe maybe because even if Fleury's back. Uh, I, w- I still wouldn't put him in there right away. I would put Flurry against the Islanders. Yeah, if he if he has a day if he has a day or two of practice, I, I or would, morning skate. Like out of anybody this week, I would a hundred percent want Flurry to play the Islanders because they are really, really, really crazy good right yeah, now. Yeah, but but Subban's on a streak right now. Yeah, so but here's like, the, here's here's the thing though. Like like I said, I I don't want to put Flurry there right away right when he comes back if he gets like a day or two of practice right right well then yes i would put flurry there well devils is tomorrow which is tuesday islanders yeah. is thursday so if yeah. flurry comes back to the team like tomorrow yeah then i'd want to put him against the islanders yeah um but yeah going, as long as he gets a few days of practice i don't want to put him in there cold so so going back to the the rangers game though so so first period 100 percent dominated for the most part by Vegas. Yeah. Um, a, a couple times there was some high danger yeah. chances for for New York, but they weren't really getting pucks to the net that much. Yeah. Like, it was all in the outside. It yeah. was all the shot. The, most of the shots were from the outside. Well, and that's the game that Vegas likes to play when they're playing well. Is yeah. They like to defend the. This center. is a new system. Yeah. Yeah. They defend they, the center so that because they trust their goalie to defend the corners. Yeah. And and this happened like I think the system kind of broke down a little bit in the, late in the third. If you want to talk about that later, but in the second period, I thought the Rangers started well because they started in the power play and like momentum kind of carried there the first few. Yeah, minutes. and then Riley Smith just and then took off. Yeah, Riley Smith scored that goal and then went Vegas from there. Yeah, and then they drew, and then New York drew the penalty, which then, is where and, uh, and then Cody Glass did a Cody Glass. Oh, uh, no look pass across the crease in front of defenseman, Cody, and nobody knows where it's yeah. going. Cody Glass did a Cody Glass, which allowed Pacioretty to do a Pacioretty. Because that shot, everybody's talking about the Cody Glass pass, which is the glass pass. But which the is, Patch's shot angle the, is nuts. Yeah, the, 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 sh- the angle with a Pacioretty shot, not a lot of people can do that also. Because that was a really good shot by Pacioretty. Uh, Patch is not a sniper, man. Yeah, not easy. Glad to see Patch is not hitting as many posts right yes, now. Yes, like, yeah. He, Speaking he is, of posts, Noshik also hit a post. Yeah. Like, in the first period, which almost made that game... Three to zero early. Yeah, I'm a little bummed that Tucky didn't get a hat trick. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Well, but, we want to get Tucky. It is home state too. I know, and and all uh, all his family was watching it. Yeah, everything. maybe maybe against the, the Islanders. Or because, Devils. Well, the Devils is in New Jersey. It's not in his home in, state. Yeah, yeah but, I know, but I, I want him to do it in his uh, home okay. state. I was gonna say. Well, yeah. Well, if you really want him to get like a, a hat trick, it should be against Buffalo then. Because that's, right, that's up, true. right up next to where he grew. That's true, I guess. Um, yeah. But anyway, so so yeah, the, that that glass pass to Pacioretty was amazing. Um, Speaking of Buffalo, though, uh, we can talk about this later in our future uh, uh, future uh, in our look ahead segment. But uh, we played in New Jersey mm-hmm. next, but it's weird because they're actually traveling 
of where staying in New Jersey in New York because tonight they play in Buffalo. They played in Buffalo, so if you travel back to New oh, Jersey, so they had a longer travel than yeah. Well, Vegas, Vegas is staying in New York in their same hotel. That's funny. Yeah. So and didn't they just get their asses whooped by? Buffalo? Oh yeah. Well, they they got their asses whooped by the Rangers uh, two days ago. Yep. And then they just got their asses whooped in uh, against Buffalo. All right. Well, let's not be the one to break that losing yeah, streak. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, so, anyways, next next week of game. games. Uh, for like yeah, you said, Devils. Just, yeah. Devils are tomorrow. Um. So how you doing, Gusev? Uh, he's actually putting up points, but he's like is still very bad defensively. Does he even know what defense is? No. I don't yeah. think he does. No. I, I can see specifically why, like, McCrimmon and, and you know, McPhee the, and the, Turk were probably like... The Mac GMs. Yeah, yeah the, there's they probably saw this guy play, and they was like, there's no way he's going to fit he's the Vegas really, system. He's really good offensively, no, no, no doubt about it, but he... He allows a lot of goals. A, and and a lot we of already shots. have a problem with... Like, having a lead and then blowing it. Yeah. We don't need another guy that can get us more goals but not keep a lead. Yeah, this is this is a lot of Vegas... Because I don't think a lot of Vegas fans go to tune in to watch New Jersey. So this is going to be a... Uh, a lot of Vegas fans... Is, First time watching, actually, what seeing Gusev on ice. Yeah, and I'm actually I'm I'm excited to watch this game for that reason. Yeah. Um. Also because uh, I, so I had to work the the whole Black Friday Thanksgiving. Yeah. I worked basically Thursday through through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm on salary, so it's not like I got like extra money yeah, for yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. But um. But what I do get to do is I get a couple extra days off this month, and I get to go home early to watch the games. This that was week. good. I I don't get to do that. I was I actually get to watch the first period. Drive home, listen to the second period, and watch the third period. Eh, that, that's still yeah, decent, that, right? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. And then, so these are all early games this week because yeah, they're on the East Coast. Yeah, the so. East Coast. And another uh, interesting uh, because we just saw Capocaco. Yep. This this uh, now we get to see Hughes uh, if he's playing because he got hurt. Oh, the other day. really? So ho- I hopefully like he didn't play tonight. Oh, okay. So. We'll see, but I do want to see Jack Hughes because he is uh, Jack Hughes. Uh, we do uh, get to see uh, a guy we just mentioned earlier, Nico Heischer, first overall pick in that Cody, Gla- uh, Cody Glass draft class. Oh, yeah. This is the first time they match up. So Cody Glass versus Heischer. I'd like to see Cody Glass get a goal then. Yeah, exactly. Or an assist because he's known more for assists. Yeah. yeah. I And I would like to see him start taking more shots now that he's back at center. Yeah. Um, because I think that there's a good opportunity for Carrier to be passing back. Carrier's the fastest out of all three of them. I don't know, because Tuck is also uh, really, really fast. fast though. He's a monster. Tuck is just a monster. I don't know what's... Yeah. You know, I, they, sometimes they, like in the my handlebar head, mustache gave him less aerodynamics. Yeah. I don't I, know. I don't know. He, he got real fast tonight. That was, yeah, that's I, for sure. I still wanted him to... Should have he should have kept the mustache. I was <laughs> so pissed off about that. So um so yeah I, I tomorrow will be a good game. Hopefully it's a win. The Devils are not good defensively at all. They are not. They they are they've also been struggling offensively. Well, I, I, the irony in all that is how much they're paying PK Subban. Yeah, Subban. Oh, actually, it's if tomorrow they play Subban, yeah, Subban brother gets to play against brother, his brother again. Yeah, they might actually do that then. Yeah. I, although last I, time they did not play Subban against, against Nashville. Yeah, but I, we, are you gonna put Sparks in there? You have know. confidence in Sparks? No, not really. Do but you, you have confidence, in, like I, if I know, I, I wish Bellamere was there to bite his finger again. <laughs> Well, yeah. if it was me, I'd, I'd put Subban there. He's been hot. Uh, and I think he's done back-to-backs before. 
right? Yeah. He's done it last year. Yeah, he did one like that last late. Year. That late in February when Fleury was hurt. I yeah, think he did, he did a back to back then, and I think he won the second of the. Yeah, I think he lost the first one and won the second. I can't remember. And they were both home. Yeah, but um, and this is and they don't have to travel too. Yeah. So that's the thing about this New York. I was actually thinking because so Subban's sister, honestly probably having yeah. dinner with his brother. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, not right now because his brother's traveling. Oh, true. They're maybe maybe tomorrow because Subban's still gonna be in town. I, oh, that's, I was, that's true. Yeah, I was actually I was actually thinking of uh, going to this road trip because my sister lives in New York, and I was thinking of doing a trip and watching all the games there. There's a maybe lot next of, year. A lot of Knights fans did this road yeah. trip. Yeah. Um, maybe next year. I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah, and I. I if they could get the Boston one in there, I'd be all over this road trip. Yeah. Um, I, no, I, I think they do this every year where they, they do the, the New, New York Jersey. One. Yeah, the New York, New Jersey, and New York <laughs> road trip. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I might try to get on the, the Boston one next year. Um, this one's in January, and I don't want to be in Boston in January. It's yeah. so cold. Yeah, this um, is say, like right now it snowed, so. Yeah, I, it's we'll see. not ideal for me. But, I, I left there for a reason. But anyways, but yeah, the, so ne- the next game is the Islanders. Islanders, which is one of the best teams in the yeah, league. Yeah, they're red hot. They've and, been red hot. And if you talk about defensive teams, the Islanders is your epiphany. Well, because it's Barry Trotz. This is, yeah. this is the coach that beat us in the, yeah. cup, in the cup finals. Yeah, so I, I don't have high hopes for this game, personally. Uh, I would like us to at least get a point. point. Uh, yeah, because Islanders are num- number four in the in the stands, league, but they've they, played less games than everybody. Yeah, and they had that crazy win streak. Yeah, like right. wasn't it like eleven or twelve? Or yeah, something? eleven game win streak. They like just lost one recently. Yeah, and it's they're they're really good. They don't allow a lot of goals. They also don't score a lot of goals though. They're think about them as a better version of Arizona. Yeah, because that's the way or Arizona Dallas. or Dallas. Yeah, although Dallas has been scoring a lot lately. Yeah. Um, because uh, that's the way they like to play. Um, if their if, goal differential is plus sixteen, though. Yeah, they're yeah they, they because they don't blow they don't blow teams out. Yeah, that's the thing. They don't because they keep the they they keep close games, but they win games. They're just really good, you know. And and, and this is gonna be a really really tough test uh, to see if we can keep this uh, streak going. Oh, hey, look, we're third in the Pacific again, by the way. Yeah, we are, uh, because the Sharks are off today. Yeah, yeah. they are one win away from being third, though. Well, they well it were... depends on tomorrow. Yeah, well, they, they, we, were, we had the same game. Like, coming into today, yep. we had the same games played as the Sharks, and they were up by one point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so... Vegas needs to keep winning. They need to keep winning. Yeah. Uh, that's obviously. Well, yeah, that, that's obvious. But, but so the the Sharks but, play tomorrow. They play the Capitals. Oh, okay. So well, I like that. Uh, I like yeah. that. I like that better than them playing like the Kings again or something. Yeah, yeah. They're they're <laughs> the the Caps are really good too. So uh, yeah. I don't, but this is not the Sharks podcast. So yeah. Anyways, I don't ever want that to happen. Yeah. Um. So after the Islanders, Vegas comes home and plays the Rangers again, but here in Vegas. Yeah, here in Vegas, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm like, I, I even put a Hope, note, I'm like, revenge game? Hopefully like, it's going to be the same result. Uh, I could see Flurry playing that game yeah. instead. So Henrik versus Flurry. Maybe Flurry can get uh, a game closer to uh-huh, that. That would actually be amazing because if Flurry wins like that. that game, it gets closer to that. Yeah, yeah. but it's not, it's, it, it, I wish that would have been a game to pass him. 
But I know, it's it not. Won't, it won't because, be because he's because six it, games up. Yeah, it's his game, and there's we, or six wins. Yeah, six wins, and there's like what three games in between. Yeah, and Subban's gonna play one of those games, most likely. But so biggest takeaways from the last couple weeks is that it's not just Flurry that's needed to make this team yes. win. And Subban's been playing stellar. The team has just rallied around just, Subban. And it's crazy. I just tweeted this earlier where. Malcolm Subban, the team, the, the Golden Knights got a three-game win streak with Malcolm Subban before they had one with Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. Marc-Andre Fleury had a personal three-game win streak, but that was sandwiched with an Oscar dance. Yeah, because the team game. has not win, won three in a row, but now that Subban played three yeah. in a row, they won three in a row. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> like, mind-blown. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, 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 so, so that literally, like, haters out there and... Nah, Su- Subban has been really good in this three so games. So good, like yes, the Dallas game he wasn't very but good. But then but every game since he's been yeah. spectacular. Tonight he was insane. Yeah, at times. even like I said, even in the Nashville game when he allowed three, like like two of those goals was was just really good play by Nashville. And you can't, you can't, Zuban can't do anything. He's about allowed it. five goals in his last three games. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, with a, I think it's, uh, I think Tyler Bischoff tweeted it earlier with a nine, uh, nine five zero save percentage. I thought it was a nine one. Oh, the last three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because before that, with the last three before tonight's game, if yeah. if you included Dallas, it was a nine one two still. Yeah, but it was, no, it's the la- the three game win streak. Zuban is nine five zero. Save percentage. Keep it up, Subban. Yeah, we, we like with a, this. With a uh, three game, uh, no, with a one point five uh, goals against. Goals against. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's that's the upcoming games for this coming week. Um, we're back to our hopefully more regular schedule, so we'll probably look at uh, you know sometime next week for our next one. But let's talk about uh, the the some of the wolves. So have you been following the wolves lately? A little bit. I've watched games here and there. Elvin has cooled off a little bit. Uh, to Z- be expected. Yeah, to be expected. But uh, the, the wolves haven't been winning a lot of games. Didn't Coglin get like two goals or a two points in one game? Yeah, like, Coglin like, has been really good. Uh, Piri and Zikov has been actually doing okay. Surprisingly. They, well, I mean, as two they NH- should be. <laughs> two NHL players playing there, as they should be. But they they have not been winning games. I think they won. They're in a they won two, the two games ago, and then they lost the last two games or something. Well, let's be honest. Uh, is that because Sparks has been called up? Yes. Uh, Dask hasn't been good. Yeah. And well, Sparks, Sparks played gla- Sparks, yesterday. Sparks also hasn't been that good. Also. Yeah. He had that really good. Uh, He's so streak. They're both super streaky. Yeah. They just need to not sync up on when they're streaking good or bad. Yeah. Like if they could streak the opposite ways <laughs> at the opposite times, team yeah. would be okay. You can't cross streaks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, it's they've been okay. Yeah, like I said, Elvinus is still like he's still making plays, but he's just cooled off in the points. So I think it, he dropped to like fourth in the in the league. Still a rookie though. So. so is it is it still early or what's your feelings about them making Calder Cup playoffs? Uh, still early. Yeah. Uh, the Wolves always start slow. They usually the past two seasons they always picked it up. like last last uh, last season they were like near last in the league. Like in like December. In December, and they came back and made the playoffs and won the division actually. And and almost won the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Like they and, made it to the Calder Cup final, yeah. and ironically, uh, but we're facing like half bit, their own team at yeah. this point. And it's a little bit different this year because they there are a lot of young 
uh, players. And they're also they also took two of their better players and put them on. Things. Yeah, yeah, because Wa is up here. Or three, three at yeah. this point. So yeah. Wa, Glass, and uh, Haig. and Haig. Well, Glass didn't play the regular season yeah. last season, but, but he was one of the highest producers yeah. in the playoffs. Haig, Haig was a big, big loss for them because Haig was actually yeah, one of their best players. He was he was paired on their one two pair. Yeah, right? the White Cloud, White, Haig, Cloud. White Cloud White Cloud Haig was one of the best defensive pairs last year in the AHL as rookies. I really want to see that pairing someday in the NHL yeah. to see if it works. Yeah. I like But I do I really like the Theodore Haig pair. I know, though. I know, I know. But like in the I future mean, I'd love to at least see it one game. Yeah. Like maybe like the last game of the season yeah. like they normally do. Right right now the White Cloud Coglin is not that bad. It's just Well if you if you think about Coglin's style, it's kind of a little bit similar to Haig. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just, but the Wolves right now is just having problems defensively. Yeah, to be honest, well, that's because they have Jimmy Schultz. Yeah, well, Jimmy Schultz actually picking it up now too, and well, it's, it's, it's it's just overall like that. And whole... they have a you have a huge trouble scoring. That's their biggest yeah biggest thing. Is they have trouble scoring. Sounds like Vegas. Yeah, sounds sounds that's not good though. You don't want your AHL team to have the same problem yeah. as your NHL team. But like like I said, they have a lot of like I feel like a Ben Jones is starting to pick up. The decision is starting to yeah. pick up. How about um, uh how how what's Potter is pretty p- picked up. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Rocky Thompson overall? He's like if you if you want the past two season, yes, uh, he's been really good, and I think he's a really good coach. I there was rumors uh, this off season that. Uh, Toronto was trying to poach him, and I didn't like that at all. There's also he's a good coach, and there's also rumors that Seattle was gonna poach him. Ooh, I do not like that either. I don't want to lose Rocky. No, I don't either. I want I want Rocky to be possibly uh, also, Vegas coach if Gallant retired. Uh yeah, but that's I like. It's, that's being said. That being said, I was gonna say I also want to keep Gallant though. <laughs> so it's like I don't blame uh, Rocky if he leaves for an NHL uh, gig. Yeah, because like maybe maybe he moves up as an assistant coach. It'd be cool. Know? I would I would like that. But um, yeah, right now he, I think he's a really decent, pretty good coach. But there are other news involving um, U.S. Juniors. U.S. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. So both Peyton Krebs and Peter Deliberatory um, yeah. got. I uh, I love the fact that Krebs is healthy again. Oh, me too. And hasn't he basically been at least a point a game? Yeah, he has an assist in every game. Yeah. Because he's very, so this is this is the interesting thing about Vegas's drafts is they draft playmakers. Yeah, and they really like drafting a center that thinks about the process rather than like the and, the guy going to try to score every and goal. We, and we just talked about this earlier off off the podcast where I think Krebs is going to end up as a winger in this team. And now, also, if, oh, so if he were a winger with Glass, wouldn't they just pass to each other expecting the other one no, to try to shoot? I think Krebs can score too. He's oh, just okay. having he's just having so he's. Krebs is in a very shitty team. Uh, team. He's actually in a line with two 16-year-olds. Huh. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, yeah. Isn't, and two freshmen. And basically. he's the captain, right? He's the captain. Yeah. Uh, I, I speak like he's gonna make the the World Juniors team. Yeah. No doubt about it. No, he did. No, this is the tryouts. Oh, that's These the tryout tryout camps. This is not. There's 31 players uh, invited to the tryouts. Gotcha. They're gonna cut it down to 23. I see. Yeah, this is yeah. So uh, and, and so Peter Deliberatory, who's uh, could be. at Quinnipiac, is yeah. uh, the other guy that got um, invited. Yeah, and he's a defenseman for Quinnipiac. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm not sure if he is still fifty. I think he's fifty fifty to make the team. Yeah, he's more of the traditional stay at home defenseman yeah. style. Yeah. Um, he actually he went to a hockey school where I grew up. Um, oh yeah. So I I lived in an area of the country in in Massachusetts that 
all of the, the private schools around there were hockey boarding schools. Yeah, they will happen to you. Well, <laughs> basically, my, my cousin played hockey and got super messed up. And oh, that, you got scared. Yeah, no, my, my family got scared. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, your family. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I, hey, I, it, would, I would love to be the first like full Asian NHL, or that would have been awesome. That's true. Uh, another <laughs> another another um, prospect news is that Connor Cochran uh, won OHL Defenseman of the Month. Nice. And the uh, yeah, so he is a fifth round pick, and uh, he's also been really surprising. He is over a point per game as a defenseman. Dugan's still killing it too. Dugan is. Uh, he got hurt that yeah. one game, but I think he came. It's, yeah, he's, he's back. Fine. Isn't he? I think it's fine. Because uh, yeah. he was skating, uh, like he apparently he got hurt and like yeah. still tried to skate he, through it, and then went back and yeah. realized he needed to take a break. Yeah. I think this is uh, he is by far the favorite to win the Hopi Baker right now. That's amazing. It's not even close. Right, Vegas now. needs to sign the dude. Yeah, well, he they're probably going to do that in the off season, uh, yeah. and he's probably going to play in the AHL next season, hopefully. And uh, speaking of Cochran, uh, uh, though, because he's over a point per game. The last Vegas prospect to do that was Nick Hague with like 36 goals in the OHL. He won defenseman Nick of the Hague year. Nick got 36. Wow. Yeah, you don't remember that? No, I that, forgot that, about is, that. That was his last year with the uh, with the, with the um, Steelheads. That's how you know that your, your Manitou- player is yeah. ready for the next level. Because yeah, like- yeah that, was, that was his last year He has, as a defenseman. Like, he won defenseman of the year. And then he went into AHL and had like who was one of the best rookie defensemen in the league. So so he Connor McDavid the OHL. Yeah, as but, a defenseman. But Connor McDavid is Connor McDavid yeah. in the NHL. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so let's uh. Do you have any other updates besides um? Not that I know of. So uh, so let's talk roster wait. updates for a second. So um, the big the big uh, the big one. Yeah. Right so, now is Flurry. Yeah. So Flurry's father passed away. So that's terrible. Um, yeah. Andre Flurry. Um, so before he's been away from the team for over a week now, yeah, and it sounds like there was probably some kind of like notion that that was going to happen during yeah. like the week before because before he played out of his mind and then slowly started not playing that. Yeah, great. I think so he, maybe yeah, he had he something was, on his, his mind. Yeah, his mind was distracted, and I'm glad that our team right now is winning it for Flurry. Yeah, and um, and I think that might have been another helpful contributing factor to pushing to try to win yeah. on tonight. Yeah, um, with Henrik I, being I so know, close. I know it sucks to put it back into sports and stuff, but first of all, I really feel like my condolences, send my condolences oh, to the Floria sure. family. Uh, great people. Yeah. Uh, I've never met them, but I assume because they raised a really great person. Yeah, in for Mark sure. Andre Fleury, you know. But- but yeah, I, I feel I when when the team scored all those goals in the first like half of the game, I I started to feel like man, they really want to get this win for Vegas for Subban, but also for and, Flurry and because even, of Lundqvist. Yeah, and even even uh, when I tweeted this earlier when they announced when uh, we found out about about it, it was raining for like the past three days in Vegas, and I was like, I feel like this is the city morning with Flurry. You know. Well, and and then interestingly enough, later that day it was flurrying out. Yeah. Like there were snow flurries all over. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's tough. You know, our condolences to the flurry family. It's but... tough. I hope hope he gets back. We miss him, but he he can take as long as he wants. To be honest with you, he deserves it. He he he's a great guy. And and he needs a break. He's been yeah. playing more than his load yeah. for this year so far. Yeah. Um. So giving him this break is good for both his mental mental like you and know mental recovery, and emotional like you yeah. know kind of um 
you know, because, grieving process yeah. is what, what and I was it's, trying it's to say. Because it's tough losing a parent. Oh, you know? absolutely. And then, and it also gives, you know, his body a break too. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's bittersweet. It's not something that, you know, anybody ever wants, but at the yeah. same time there, what's coming out of this is for, he's getting rest and he's getting time to grieve. Yeah. Um, so, so with that said, it, you know, Sparks is going to probably continue to be up for a bit. Yeah. It, I don't know. Well, this could have been the spark we needed though. <laughs> Pun intended. Yes. Obviously. But the Subban we needed? Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't have the same spark yeah. to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I Sparks maybe plays tomorrow. Who knows? Um, but I, I don't really have faith in the way Sparks has been playing lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, it, he's very inconsistent. He did have that one shout-out in the AHL, and then he kind of like, I don't know. He, he like I said, he flops around like a magic car. Yeah, so so we already talked about Zikov potentially being the trade from that Capitals trade, but it sounds like yeah. that's not the case. Zikov, obviously, we were talking about him being in the AHL. He got waived. Um, yeah. He, a lot of people, uh, when, when this was announced, obviously I was surprised too because I thought the team was going to unconditionally waive him to release him. Same. But they just regularly waived him. A lot of people are already voicing out their opinions and saying that, Zikov should not play for the Golden Knights ever again. And I understand people's thinking that. Well, what do you think about that? So I I was kind of feeling that way at the start, but it was actually Eric who Eric Simonis who brought it into perspective that if you think that way, you have to say the same thing about Schmidt. Yeah. And I think that's fair because technically, as far as we personally know, because they, the NHL is not obliged to actually like give you any additional mm-hmm. drug information about exactly yeah. what the we PED don't know. was. Yeah, we don't know um, any information. We don't know that Schmidt's situation was truly any different than Zika. Yeah. And for all we know, they both could have been just shooting up steroids. And and here's here's my thing about it, too. Even if he did, like that, it's a bad judgment. For him, bad mistake. I understand yeah. that he is young. He's trying to make the NHL. He's trying to get. He cheated. Yeah. Let's say that. Let's if he if, it, if he actually did it, he cheated. He cheated. Yeah. But even if he did that, I am one of those people who is okay to give second chances as long as he has learned and he knows that he messed up and he will never ever do that again. Agreed. And and you know, I mean, the, the problem that I have with the whole situation though is there was literally a couple months before that videos of Kuznetsov blowing yeah. lines of coke and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay for people. Like it's a, illegal. So some of these supplements aren't technically illegal. It's just illegal to the It's just illegal to the to the NHL. Like cocaine is federally illegal and you're saying that you're not like against that. That's not yeah. a, that's not cool. Like Yeah. But, and to me, like every, like every, every, when we were young, we all made mistakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. also cocaine is technically performance enhancing because it gives yeah. you energy. So yeah. like, <laughs> so I just, I don't understand the NHL's reasoning. And I hope that in the next CB, uh, the collective bargaining yeah. um, negotiations, because I that's, hope they, because this. it's recreational quote unquote. But right, is right. it like, so they said the same thing back in the day about, you know, speed. Yeah. And then and then turns out speed gives you a huge advantage as an yeah. athlete. So like they were real, because it also can like change your O2 levels and, and yeah. your blood pumping and all the crazy stuff that I don't understand. But what I do have to say is that the NHL as a whole needs to revisit this with the NHLPA during the next CBA negotiations yeah. and figure out how to make this right. Because I want to know exactly what these players are taking to get these suspensions. I, I don't think it's fair to us as fans to not tell anybody anything. Yeah. But how do you feel about those people saying that he shouldn't be playing ever again, though? I feel like they can't be Schmidt fans either. Yeah. Um, well, because like, like, like I was saying, 
he made a mistake. As like I've as an Eagles, I own a Michael Vick jersey. I'm not ashamed to do that. He made Michael Vick made a huge mistake with that dog fighting ring. Oh, just a little bit. Yeah, but he came out of it as a better person because he know he messed up and he wanted to be better after that. Well, and he knows people will still bring it up like ten years. Yeah, later. and he yeah he brings it up, and and here. If Zikovs comes out of it as a better person, what's what like what right do people have for not giving him that chance to be a better person? Yeah, and me personally, out of it, like I, know, I, I coming out of it, I, he made a mistake. I get that, and I don't love Zikov, you know? but not because I of the whole like you know potential PEDs thing. Yeah, it's more because I I just don't think that he has a place right now in the roster. Yeah, he, he yeah, because right now I feel like the the way the roster is like especially this last game with a third that third line oh, with Carrier Glass still and it. where would you put Zikov? On the bench. Yeah, cuz that fourth line was also pretty good put, with Juan yeah. Noshik and Reeves. You put Zikov on the bench and, and, like, and then and especially when Ekin is healthy, you have no room. You, you know, I, the only other thing that I would do is like if if there are a way to do it and like keep Reeves on the bench for certain situations, but then have Zikov for other to replace that right that's, wing. Yeah, like that. That's the only place but, I could see him. Like, cause he's a grinder. He, but he really here, is. here's the thing: when Eakin is healthy, you can put Eakin, no chicken wine there. Yeah, and I would 100 percent, ten times out of ten, take that line yeah. over any of the other yeah. combinations. Z- Zikov right now, like. He didn't lose his job because like, he lost his job because he did that. Yeah. Like he he because of the suspension. Yeah. And that's on him. But saying if he but saying he shouldn't play in the NHL ever again, I think that's a little bit too much. No, and I also think he lost his job because he like I mean shit. If that dude did steroids, then they didn't do anything for him. Yeah. Like because he was real good in the preseason, but that's because he, he was he was okay. I don't think he was bad. He was good in the preseason. He was okay in the regular season, yeah. but it, he, everybody was okay in the regular. But he looked really. real good in the preseason. But yeah. then you realize you're playing against AHLers. Yeah. Um. So that was probably what it was. But yeah. yeah let's anyways, move let's move on. Um, uh, let's talk about Cody Eakin then. Yeah. So he got an elbow to the head in that Arizona game. Um. So and I, what's what's, been, what's your opinion on that? Because I thought it was a combination of the the dude on Arizona should not have had his elbow out, but Cody Eakin also shouldn't have had his head down that low. Yeah, I understand that, but he should like. They should have at least reviewed that play. Yeah, they didn't even look at the 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 safety that safety. If people. anything, though, it still should have been a five minute meter on the ice. Yeah, and it was ironic that it was it was against Cody Eakin. It, it was yeah. a headshot to Eakin, and they didn't yeah. call a five minute major. Was O'Halloran there that it's, night? And and then we've throughout the year we've been bagging on Cody Eakin, and I hate injury. I hate it when people get injured, and I thought Cody Eakin had started playing well. Yeah, he well, I mean, he had what three goals in three games? Yeah, and and he was finally starting to click with whoever was on that line, yeah. even though very clearly tonight Tuck should not be on the left, and um, Glass should be in the center. Yeah, and Glass absolutely should be in the center. Yeah, and and maybe now like Carrier will be less like a puppy running on tile. Oh my God, um, Carrier, man, he yeah, that line is so it's is is fun. So they keep producing. Eakin comes back. He gets bumped to the fourth. I'm okay with that. I I want it to happen. Like, I'm it okay needs with to that. happen. If if Turk breaks apart a per- producing third line, that's yeah. not cool. It, it, you, we were talking about this earlier uh, off the podcast where you mentioned that he he's getting paid four million to play in the fourth line. I I mentioned Kyle Turris in Nashville is getting sat for the same amount of money or more. Well, more isn't he? If five? you can see yeah. Kyle Turris, you can play Cody Eakin in the fourth line. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it shouldn't be a matter of salary. I mean, Reeves, yeah, Reeves is it making performance. Reeves is making more than Glass, and that's, he's on fourth line. That's how we did it year one. Yep. Where it doesn't matter how much you're making. Jason freaking Garrison got sent into AHL making five point eight six million <laughs> because of that. performance. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. You know. Um. But yeah, I mean that Carrier Glass and Tuck, Carrier and Tuck are two of the fastest people on the Golden Knights. And then and then Glass can like make passes. Stride for stride with that speed, you yeah. know. Yeah, so so glass isn't going to be quite as fast as they're those not. Two he's guys. not the fastest, but but having those two he's guys not slow either. But one of those two guys can forecheck. He makes the play by staying a little yeah. bit farther back and then passes to whoever the other guy yeah. is. So so Car- so it, it's going to work one two three. Carrier one, glass two, tuck three. I forgot who I was talking to. Uh, this is before. This is when glass was still a prospect. Yeah, talking about how what kind of style uh, he plays. That uh, he he follow he, he was he was in the Golden Knights subreddit, uh, or she you can't really tell. I thought you meant that. Cody Glass was. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, and they were talking about how uh, he was a Portland Winter Hawks fan, and he said that as long as uh, someone can get Glass uh, the puck and someone to shoot the puck for him, he's gonna do great. So Carrier can get him the puck. Tuck, Tuck can shoot. Tuck is a, the best finisher. I, I think one of the best finishers yes. this team has. Yeah. And like Glass can shoot also, but he is the one that will be the best playmaker in this team in like four years. I always forget how young. Oh, well, I know how young Glass is, but Tuck and Carrier. Yes, so young. so I was listening to radio uh, on the way here uh, on the second period, and while I was listening, Gary actually pointed out. Gary Lawless actually pointed out on the radio when they iced uh, the forward line was. Carrier, Glass, and Tuck, and the defensive pair was Haig Theodore. and Theodore. And, and Subban's and, young too. And Subban was in the net, and he pointed out how young the players on the ice were. Theodore was the oldest guy on the ice there who is 24, except for Subban. I think Subban's older. 26. Yeah. Theodore was 24. <laughs> and I did the math in my head. And average and, age is 22. And you did the math in your head, and all of those players combined is still younger than Derek Englund? Yeah, no, well, <laughs> close. <laughs> close. Very close. No, seriously, though, like it, Glass and Haig together are they're only tw- two... If you add them together, they're two years older than Englund. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. Yeah, because Gla- uh, both of them are not old enough to drink yet. That's also uh, well, yeah. that that also explains why uh, Cody Glass has been spotted just cruising around Red Rock eating ice cream. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I, I'm surprised Hague didn't join him eating ice. Oh, Hague's thirty twenty one soon though, so Hague could get in anywhere with him. Yeah, he doesn't. It's it's funny because everybody is saying that Cody Glass is the baby of the team. He's Hague is not mu- that much older, but he looks. Older. <laughs> it's because he's a giant. Yeah, he looks way older. And um, he can grow a beard or a mustache. Yeah, you Glass can, has a baby face. You can tell that Glass couldn't participate in Movember if he wanted to. Yeah, he has a baby face. It's okay. So. It's okay, Cody. I can't either. Um, so, <laughs> well, he can, and, and I'm think, 32. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I'm 31. I think Glass will get there. He will. He will. He's so young. Um, yeah. so, uh, so, last couple things. Wall was called up um, to replace Eakin. Um, yeah, I think Wall played to cover well for Eakin, even though you know it's different lines. Um, yeah, I think Wall played well today. So yeah, so Wall drew Wah's that penalty, but it it is what it is. Wall also is really good at zone entries. Like, yeah, real good. Even if he's all alone, he's good at zone entries. 
He's also I, a tall dude. I really like Wah. I think uh, he's going to be a, like, a fixture in our bottom six. How long have I been talking about Wah this season? Like, pretty much since preseason? Like, why are you talking about? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, I, I've been talking about him since the no, Caller I, Cup I Finals. I really like Wah. Um, yeah. And then Engo. So, so uh, wait, before we move on, though, Wah for Hala. How do you think about that trade now in hindsight? Well, is Hala's still out? Still right? out. He's du- he's done for a foreseeable he future. Probably he could be done for the season. Could be, yeah. Like, because it sounds like the knee injury thing came back. Yeah. Um, so but it's not just that though, because yeah, Hala is doing well in Carolina before he got hurt. But I think that because we also got a draft pick from it too, and I think everybody. It's conditional though. If if they don't re-sign Hala, we don't get the pick. Really? Yep. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's a conditional fifth rounder that oh. only only applies if they but, sign Hala after this season. Here's the thing: is Hala is a top six player. Yep. And Wah, we traded him for one. Everybody was already bagging. It's like, who the heck is Wah? Number one, well, we knew Wah was. was is five years younger than Hala too, and he fits what we needed, which is a bottom six player. A bottom six player, a defensively minded center, yeah. and a. Killer penalty killer. And and amazing in the face-off. Amazing in the face-off. And he's fast. Yeah. He's really fast. So I think everybody's reaction in that trade, or like when it happened, was that we totally lost that trade. I think it's closer to... I still think that... We still lost, but not a little by bit. Like well, if, if you include the injury, we won that game. Yeah. That trade. But like injuries aside... If you actually look at Waz's value, I think he's a really good player, future player. I think it's closer than everybody initially thought it would. You can definitely tell that Vegas didn't want to take the risk on Hala. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And knowing what, what they knew, they had all the you know doctors write-ups and stuff yeah. and all the information. I'm sure they, they just didn't want to take the gamble. And they won because they didn't. Yeah. Um, so so let's move on. Uh, we got a couple more things here. So so to end roster updates, um, Holden and Merrill have been alternating getting on, getting benched lately. And 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 England and England. All three of them have a, they have a rotation. But new, what with the new defensive system and England not being with a prospect. Yeah. England's look better. Yeah, because like we mentioned uh, before, splitting uh, Hague and England apart helped both. Players. England went on a rush with Tuck tonight. <laughs> with, uh, I don't, I don't get. I don't, it's crazy. I don't get it. Like, like nobody's ever seen England like be anywhere like close to being considered fast. But he went on a rush with one of the fastest yeah. Golden Knights. Yeah, and he kept up. But it's, it's but England it's, explained it himself in like one of the uh, one of the write ups that we were talking about earlier from either it was either Sinbin or Jesse. Um, and in that when. When you're not constantly following a man, you have a lot more energy to do yeah, rushes. Yeah, which is helps England a lot. Yeah, because and mean, that's what they do in the penalty kill, anyways. Yeah, they don't chase on the penalty kill. No, no, they cover zones. Yeah, and and so basically they took their PK and just applied it to their entire defense. Yeah, um, which is working, and I want them to continue it. Yeah. So so anyways, we're we're getting toward the end here. Um, this we. we we thought this would be a little longer because we uh, covered more games and, and we then took we, a break. We yeah, we we kind of it's we didn't do a podcast last week, so it's yeah, a bit so, longer, so so yeah, it's fine. So now let's get to our uh, our final segment as usual, the uh, five minute major news from around the NHL. So 
let's start off with the uh, save that uh, save heard around the world here. Yeah. So the first the first ripple effect of that was Mike Babcock got fired. We're a little late on this. Uh, we understand because yeah. we didn't do a podcast last week, but we still want to talk about it because yeah. it, it was an incredible series of events. To be yeah, honest, like, it was like it, it like Flurry started hockey's like basically equivalent of the Me Too movement. Yeah, it's crazy because once. Mike Babcock got fired. A lot of stories Formal, just yeah. came out. People hated him. Yeah. Like, he, he was apparently a really mean guy to play for. He was just a jerk. Yeah, he was just an, a total ass. So so that came out. And then, so Bill Peters actually was a protege of Mike Babcock yeah. through it, the years. Yeah, before we get to Peters, like the craziest story that I got from the Babcock thing was the whole um, Mitch Marner thing. Where he, where when Marner was a rookie, Mike Babcock asked... Martin to write down a list of players that he didn't like. He, no, he ranked them who oh, is yeah. trying harder, like first, and who's trying the least last. Yeah, and he list he put the list up. What are you gonna do? You're a 19 year old rookie trying yeah. to break in and trying to impress your coach. And Bobcock told the players about that list. Yeah, talk about like breaking your team apart and making them all yeah. hate each other. Like. He, that that's like the kind of crazy stuff you see on like TV shows where somebody's like manipulating somebody else and forcing them to do yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's like game of, some Game of Thrones yeah, stuff, man. Seriously, yeah, because because like half like the person who dies next. Because our sec, our second subject in the five minute major is a ripple effect to this whole yeah. B two movement, quote yeah. unquote. So Bill Peters getting fired from Calgary. Yeah, so a former Rockland IceHogs player. I, I I don't have his name up. Uh, yeah, Akeem, yeah. Uh, I don't know how to yeah, pronounce your last name. I'm sorry. Yeah, verbally abused him, calling so, him racial so slurs. African, um, or black black hockey player. I believe he's not from America, so I'm not gonna yeah. say African American. But black hockey player. Um, was playing, you know, some kind of music that that Bill Peters didn't Did apparently not. like, and yeah. dropped the N word, and and uh, that's not okay. And uh, other players heard it, like it was. It apparently, was... Vander Kane even also came out and said something about Bill Peters. Yeah, and, and that's Vander freaking Kane. Yeah, and of course and, he would come out. Though, and you though. know what? The the one thing I did say about Bill Peters is that. You know what? They should put him on the ice with Ryan Reeves and Evander Kane because that's the one thing they can agree on is beating <laughs> yeah. the shit out of and, that guy. And I think this is a blessing in disguise for Calgary because Bill Peters is not a very yeah, no, good coach. He, he was good last season, but then he sucked this luck. season. I think he was lucky because yeah. after a while, that kind of messaging you got, you, you, the, the Babcock and Peters style messaging kind of dries out really fast. Yeah, yeah. And so, that's what happened. I think that's a like, coincidence that when, P, uh, when Babcock got canned, Toronto started winning again. Yep. Immediately. Immediately. The next had a day. Three-game win streak yeah. after he got fired. Yeah, and and apparently, um, what's his name? The the assistant coach who's now the head coach there um, was groomed by the, the GM over in um, – who is it? Dubois is the GM or what was his name? Dubois. Yeah, du- oh, wait. Dubis? Kyle Dubis. Or Dubis. Um, yeah. So Dubis is um, – his buddy, what's the coach's dude's name that he promoted? Um, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either, but they love that guy. Yeah, apparently, yeah. He Because he was the AHL coach. For so them. all of that started with Fleury making a, the most spectacular save I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so right. anyways, Next. moving on. Um, Garnet, or is it Garrett or Garnet? Garnet. Well, Garnet H- Hathaway. Well, well, first off, you got a weird name, so for, there's your first issue. Second issue, you spat on a bunch of ducks. He spat on one duck. Oh, well, yeah, it was yeah, after that's... a scruffle. He spat on the guy sucker punched him. He spat him. He gets the suspension, but not the guy who sucker punched him. Yeah, because player safety. 
Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the NHL player safety makes so much sense. All you the time. don't review the elbow to the head on Cody Eakin, but you review, but you suspend the guy for spitting. And then you give Cody Eakin a five minute major when that shouldn't happen. Yeah, it's anyways. It's it's it's, it's stupid, but it's it is what it is. We okay. Anyways, we spent a lot of time with the coaches. So last one, up. last one. Oh, McDavid and Drysaitel each have at least fifty points at as Already. of the time. And it's like 20-something games. Yeah, 27 running. games or 28 games. We saw it in person just re- just recently. They were at like 42 points then. It's ridiculous. They've only had like three games since, and they've each gotten like eight or nine more points. I have McDavid in my fantasy team, and I love it. So McDavid Dreisaitl, to me, is like the modern-day equivalent of Gretzky and Messier. Yeah, maybe. Like, that's like, uh, ironically, like, it's the Oilers. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, of course. That's, it's funny that that happened they're, on the Oilers. They, they're going to make the playoffs just because of these two, man. If one of them get hurt, then you know, what can we do? Yeah, but, but I, I just I love watching those two play. Like, it, I just like watching McDavid play. Like, even though I don't even love that team or anything, it's just crazy to watch him play. Anyways, we're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was it for this week. We'll, we'll be back sometime in the next week or so um, mm-hmm. to, to go over the yeah. next games. All that. Uh, yeah, a little maybe during like during Christmas around we might skip another week. Yeah, well, we'll probably take a Christmas break, but you know, uh, and or maybe we'll do the all. Isn't All Star? Oh, that's January. January. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll do a Christmas break, and then our next break will probably be All Star break, yeah. which isn't a break anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So thanks again for listening. Uh, as always, I'm uh, Andrew, aka at Choi underscore AJ, and I'm Carlo. I'm at some dude eighty eight. And thanks again, guys. Uh, Till next time. All right.